Hello and welcome to our first techpros.io interview series where we ask enterprise professionals to share their thoughts and experiences on emerging business trends. These are typically driven by technology innovation, changes in customer behavior, regulation and other market disruptions. This first series, Brand versus Demand Activation, explores the strategies B2B marketing leaders are taking to engage buyers in today's content-rich world where meetings for the most part remain virtual. We explore the balance of spend between short-term sales lead generation and longer-term brand investments, the gradual merging of B2B and B2C, and the growing importance of fostering community with buyers. Today's interview is sponsored by Network Sunday, a business-to-human marketing agency in the UK which opens doors to the C-suite and accelerates business development for leading enterprise brands such as BT, Tantar, HCL and Mindtree, all who sell high-value solutions to buyers in lengthy, unpredictable decision-making processes. Today's interview is with Navin Ramahan. Navin is Vice President of Marketing at Infosys, a global leader in next-generation digital services and consulting. You can find Navin at linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Navin Ramahan and at Navin underscore Ramahan on Twitter. Navin is spelled N-A-V-I-N, Ramahan, R-A-M-M-O-H-A-N. In his interview, Navin reinforces the importance of the partnership between sales and marketing and the different role that each department plays in building a sales funnel that delivers in the short and long term. Navin also touches on the growing importance for organisations to incorporate sustainability measures into their brand marketing strategy and initiatives, which help customers to connect and learn from each other. We hope you find the interview valuable. Kicking off, the B2B marketers are under pressure to deliver a constant stream of leads to sales meaning most spend is invested in demand activation. However, research from LinkedIn concludes that only 4% of B2B marketing teams are measuring the marketing impact beyond six months. So leading marketing strategists, Peter Field and Les Binet, said that this should change. Do you agree in that? And does that feel about right from what you're seeing? Okay, that's quite surprising because I think we measure everything. We look at marketing metrics from two lens. One, we look at brand metrics and the second that we look at is business metrics. And even when it comes to brand metrics, we measure everything under brand metrics. We measure the awareness level. So we do a brand survey every year. We do a customer value survey every year. We measure engagements in each of our accounts every year. And there are questions which are related to thought leadership and related to things that have indirectly have an impact on how marketing is really doing in our accounts and our top accounts. We look at the number of customer testimonials and references and public things. So all of them, we look at it from a number perspective. So there is, these are all brand related guidelines or brand related metrics, but we measure each and everything in terms of, we take hard targets that if you've done 20 customer testimonials this year, then the next year, the target is about 40 customer testimonials. We keep a number target by vertical, by industry, by themes. So we measure everything from a brand metrics perspective on the business side. 
business impact metrics, we definitely look at the number of marketing originated leads that have gone on to get converted into an opportunity and gone on to have a win because we don't leave it at just handing over the the leads to the sales team, but we also look at working with the sales team to do a lot of marketing activities in the runway to the whole thing. And in our business, the the sales cycle are generally about eight to 10 months and some even go up to uh, 12 months and 14 months like that. But there is a large bit of involvement that we have, especially in the marketing originated leads that we consciously go and work to make sure that either it gets converted or we somehow sometimes we lose the battle in, in between, but at least we get involved in all the marketing originated leads. Then there is the marketing influence leads where we are not directly generated that leads, but we get involved once the lead has suddenly come to the sales fraternity from whatever channels that they are using, but then they need marketing's help to really help them right from messaging to really doing every kind of activity that leads uh, get gets, gets converted. And there we measured marketing influence leads and we have our own CRN system where these leads are fed either by us or by sales and then we can track how it's really getting converted. So in fact, we have a, every quarter we report our dashboard to the management and we report this dashboard in business and brand metrics and we make sure that all of these numbers are directly inputted from the system and uh, we take only the values that are there in the system. We don't take anything which is in Excel and which is in nails. Those are not counted in the dashboard. The dashboard is only from the system. We use the Tableau uh, dashboard to really create. So everything, so our mark stack is very, very defined now in a way that uh, this is reported to the board uh, every quarter. Because I think we've realized over a period of time that if marketing doesn't speak the language of business, then you would soon be out of uh, out of tension and you will not have the seat in, in, in the strategy table. Unless marketing speaks the business language of growing the pipeline, growing, growing revenues and making an impact in the digital revenue side of things and creating the right kind of awareness in the market and show that this is being measured and done it in a scientific manner, you will never get the seat piece in the, in the business strategy table. That's what we've been focused on. That's how we've done and we've grown over the last four or five years. We've seen a huge change in terms of the kind of marketing impact that we've been able to deliver. One of the big initiatives that we have started off is account-based marketing. And this was started about three, four years back. And we started off with one account and we did a huge amount of things in single account and showed them metrics around both business and brand. And now we are looking after about 25 accounts, the top accounts of Infosys, where account-based marketing is there. And we our plan is now to scale it up to 50 top accounts of Infosys. So unless and until you show tangible business and brand impact, business is not even going to look at you and, and give you more accounts to do things like Measuring marketing is, is really important. And unless you do that, you'll not get a seat at the table. Whilst demand activation is critically important when buyers are in the market to make a purchase, the vast majority of buyers are not. And Les Binet and Peter Phil say that brand marketing will secure future sales, which are more important than short-term sales for two reasons. Business is a value based on future sales. And there are many more buyers out of market than in market. And today there might be over 20 accounts looking to buy cloud computing solutions and over the next three years there could be 200 accounts up for grabs 
and brand building will really ensure your brand gets into those 200 considerations that would you say that is your approach in terms of really focusing on the brand to build the future sales as much as the immediate sales from the sort of demand activation side? And Absolutely. And I think I would say there has been a shift from how we used to do marketing a decade ago to how we are doing it now, because I think the, the buyer is a lot more educated now. The buyer knows a lot more things about what he needs, what he expects from a vendor like us and what is his exact need and who all does he need to reach out to to get that information so you don't really need to do too much of outward selling but you need to do a lot of reputation building about the brand because you know that you will get picked up if you do the right things if you are present in the right places if you are coming out with thought leadership that shows you as redefining some of the models that are out there we we have seen that we are called for deals now where we haven't actively gone out and really done outward selling mechanisms, but it's more like you have done the right kind of things and that's why we are really calling you for, for this uh, opportunity. Now, doing a lot more activity which builds our brand, which builds credibility for our brand, which helps, and we're doing a lot more relationship building uh, with our accounts. So in, in our industry, in our uh, business, 95% of our business is repeat business. So we are selling to the same clients, same clients who have been with us for two decades and they are spending more money with us over the years. We are very happy with with our clients who are there and who are continuously spending more with us. And if we have to do marketing to that community, which has been with us for the last 15, 20 years, you have to really build trust. And trust becomes a very, very important aspect in how you look at your marketing. The relationship becomes a very, very important aspect in how you do marketing. The reputation of your brand becomes very, very important. So we're doing a lot of things which we believe helps us bridge and build this kind of trust mechanism with our existing clients. So when we hear from our clients that we need a lot more local support, we build a localization strategy. And that's how we listen to our clients and build that thing. Then we hear from our clients that, hey, we need we need a lot more leadership involvement. We created a customer advisory board and they said, hey, we want to learn a lot more from other industries and understand how are they really looking at digital transformation in their industry? What are the kind of challenges that they are facing? And that's what our clients appreciate. You don't sell to me, but you give me a platform where I can learn a lot more uh, from others. That's the kind of marketing that we're trying to do. And we call it unmarketing. It's not traditional marketing that we are really trying to do here. We try and partner with social causes uh, that our clients are interested in because we, we know that then they will identify with our brand a lot more. If we are spending, Infosys has a huge foundation, both in the US and in India, and we do a lot of work with charitable institutions, whether it's related to education, whether it's related to water, whether it's related to sustainability. Now, if you know that our client is really interested in sustainability, I want to partner with that client to do something for sustainability in their market because we already have a knowledge in that. We are already doing a lot of work in that space. So I want to get sustainability. And that for me is marketing because there I'm trying to build a very different kind of connection, a very different kind of trust. And then you don't look at whether I'll get the next deal or not because I know I will get that deal because they trust us and they know that this is someone that I can always partner with and they understand uh, us very well. 
some marketers view their role as a support function to the sales team. And in most cases, sales are looking for immediate opportunities to meet their targets. Does marketing report to sales? Does it sit alongside sales? Is there a common or is it a partnership? Yeah, I think it's a partnership now. At least in our organization, marketing is different than sales. We don't look at us as a support function at all, at least in our organization. We, we look at us as business enablement uh, function in a way that we are there to help you navigate challenges that you're facing. I'll give you a quick example on this one. We are now called on for a lot of large deals that uh, the business is involved in. Earlier, the deal sizes would be 100 million now. So the scale has gone completely different, at least in our industry now, where there are a lot more billion dollar deals happening. And marketing needs to then come into the play at different points in time to really help solve a specific problem that the account would be facing related to that deal. Uh, so what we've realized is that we are able to add a lot more value if we are engaged right at the beginning of the conversation rather than coming only for something right at the end of the final closure kind of a thing. And that's how our approach has been, saying that don't call us when there is a visit to be done and when there is something like a marketing event to be done, but call us when you are really building the messaging and value proposition that you want to take to the client because there we know we can add value. We've done this to a lot of large accounts. I think it's it's a journey that we are in. It also depends on personalities. There are sales leaders who understand this whole philosophy and they involve us right at the beginning, but there are still others who, who don't think this is important and who would uh, rather do it on their own and then call it, call marketing right at the end. But I would say to a large extent, the whole trend is changing now. People realize the value of marketing. People try and bring us right at the beginning if it's a strategic deal and get us involved in the right kind of things where we are able to change the narrative, where we are able to bring ideas like unmarketing that I spoke to you about. Because those are the kind of ideas that they're looking at. They don't want us to do marketing. They want us to help them with ideas that will change the entire perception of the brand that a prospect or a client has about us. And those are the kind of ideas that we need to go back to them. Don't go back to them saying that, hey, I'll create a collateral I'll help beautify a PPT for you, uh, help create a video for you. Those are things that anybody can do. You can go to a, any vendor outside and get it done. But if marketing has to become credible and marketing has to create a difference, then we need to also go with ideas that will change the perception of uh, the problem itself. So I would say that we want to become problem finders a lot more for our business teams rather than, I would say problem solvers. Uh, so how do we become, how do we find the problems for the sales team that they haven't even anticipated in a pitch scenario? Anthony Canada, the founding CMO of GameSite, the company that created the customer success movement, has this belief that the worlds of B2B and B2C marketing are really converging. And he refers to this as business to human marketing. Um, and he goes on to say that the brand in B2B is rapidly moving from a deprioritized expense and distraction from growth to the heart of business strategy. Is that how you see it? That it's really a, it's really moving to marketing to the human? No, absolutely. I, I couldn't have put it in any other better phrase mm -hmm. than what he has said. I think we're all become 
we need to become better storytellers and it doesn't matter whether you're in b2b or b2c human storytellers is going to be very very important uh, as we move forward uh, the other thing that we try and do a lot more is to humanize every experience that we take to our clients because ultimately it's it's a human that is buying out there so you really need to appeal to that and that doesn't matter whether it is b2b or b2c so i think there is a convergence that is happening and and people are looking at very very different intangible things to really make that connection and 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 i'll give you an example we actually won a very large deal uh, in the us and the ceo quoted after that whole thing that we did not select infosys because of technical expertise or any of those things we selected infosys because we found that we were culturally aligned and for this I mean, I can't do marketing of my service lines and solutions and and technical offerings because that's not why he's buying uh, us and that's not why he's selecting us. But if I'm able to understand that in advance and then work on the human side of things and show them the culture of Infosys, show them people, show them how employees interact, what is it that you're going to see when you partner with us? This is how we are partnering. I want to show the cultural side of because that's that is. for him that's the big differentiating factor in terms of how he's selecting the partner so i think this this whole aspect of humanizing the brand uh, humanizing the experience and uh, becoming a better storyteller is going to be very important whether it is b2b or b2c thanks for listening to this techpros.io series sponsored by network sunday a leading uk business to human marketing agency To learn more about TechPros and our programs, visit techpros.io or to read the ebook associated with the series which features our podcast guests and other leaders, please visit techpros.io/thought-leadership/marketing, which can also be found in the show notes below.